On today's show, everything seems to be on hold for the Dallas Mavericks, but we got some big questions that still need to be answered. How does Luka Doncic feel about everything that's happening? And is there anything else? We'll talk about all that and more on today's Lockdown Mavs. I'm Luka Doncic, and this is Lockdown Mavericks Podcast. Hey, hey, Dallas Mavericks are NBA champions. And welcome, you are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engstead, media member and NBA channel manager for the Lockdown Podcast Network. Thanks for making Lockdown Mavs your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms, including YouTube, where the best way you can help us grow the show is to comment anything below. Let us know. What's your big question for the offseason? Feels like the offseason just started, but we still got big questions to answer. They've done some stuff. There's still stuff that they haven't done yet. Joining me, as always, my co-host, writer, and contributor at Mavs.com. The question quandrer. The one, one more thinking. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? I mean, quandrer, I, I guess. Is the I'm, tired of, I'm tired of waiting. We're in this weird, even in this podcasting pulling back the curtain here we're like what the crap do we do with with podcasts you know content because you guys know we do we we have done episodes five days a week for over five years now and so it gets into like august september we're still we're still gonna be going five days a week oh yeah and like well you know we have different topics different things we do whatever bring guests but it's like this has been some of the weirdest time because it's just like purgatory of all right, we can't fully flip the page yet into what this match team will look like, summer league and all that, because we're waiting for all the Durant stuff. So it just, it sucks. And I know so many of you guys are just like waiting with your phone, waiting for the update of a Durant or something like that. And it's like, all right, now, now it's restarted. Let's see where everybody's going to, you know, the rest of the second group of guys will get traded. So we're right here with you and we're going to be here for you every day. <laughs> Whenever it does happen though, whether it's the weekend or the week, you know where to come for an emergency pod. Oh, yeah. We'll be here. Right. We'll, we'll be, be here, here for it. But now we have some big questions. We have some big questions about the Mavs offseason because they've done some things, right? They you know, they traded for Christian Wood. Good move. We all love that move. They traded for Jaden Hardy. Good move. They signed uh, J- uh, JaVale McGee, which we all thought was a, pr- was a pretty good move overall. They lost Jalen Brunson. Not a good move. They haven't done anything not else. Not yet. They haven't done anything not else or signed anyone else. But <laughs> the Jalen. Well, we'll start with there. The Jalen Brunson. Do you have any questions on Jalen Brunson about his I, trade? I yet? mean, no. I mean, it just it hasn't been you know made official yet. They haven't fully announced it. Is you know is there going to be some type of sign and trade? If it's not a player or picks or something like that coming back, could they do a sign and trade to try to create you know a trade exception or something like that? The Knicks don't have a huge you know reason to do a trade exception just for the heck of it for Dallas. But if they want to get off some more money, they could do you know something like that with Dallas if they were willing. Yeah. Mark Stein reported uh, the exception. The expectation I'm told is that Jalen Brunson's new deal joining the Knicks is unlikely to be finalized today, which was July 6th, Wednesday as part of the day one wave of signings and trades after the NBA moratorium was lifted. Now the Knicks have to make a couple of things work, right? Remember when the Knicks had to make the, um, the Kemba Walker trade with, with Jalen Duran, that pick in, uh, on draft night with the Pistons. They had to make that move. And then they made another move where they sent 
Alec Burks and Nerlens Noel to the Pistons to, to make some room for Jalen Brunson. And so that move was not made official. The Kemba Walker and Jalen Duran pick was made official. Like that trade was made official, but the other one wasn't. And we know that Nerlens Noel and Alec Burks were two players that could be sent back in trades. So could that be part of a, a signed trade? Who knows? It's more than likely a, a trade exception, which would be like, what, 14, 15 million, something like that, which would be kind of inconsequential, but I guess it's something. It's something. If they do the exception. I, I ultimately think that he's just going to sign into their cap space. And then there it is. And then, there, and then it's yeah. nothing. So uh, then the Mavs get nothing. You get nothing. Uh, but all right, let's start. Let's ask some big questions about this Mavs offseason now that the Jalen Brunson stuff is not even behind us yet, but it will be someday. Yeah, so my first question for you is, will Dallas rebrand this offseason? No, come on. <laughs> Explain yourself. Sorry. Oh, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Great vibes. It's great vibes. It wouldn't be a Mavs offseason if... Shout out. I saw somebody. Did you have an account follow you the other day that it was like, it's an account dedicated to trying to get the Mavs to rebrand? No. I, this that, account followed me. I'm like, all right. First question, like we're gonna start with a rebrand question. I'm we're just really kidding, in the dog, guys. We're in the dog days already. All right, let's do the real run real quick. <laughs> okay. Um, Eric Bledsoe. Eric Bledsoe, yeah. 32. We briefly talked about his contract situation back. I don't know. It feels like probably a month ago, weeks ago, with Portland. He was on the books for 19 million dollars. It was most of it was non guaranteed. They, you know, waived him, released it, didn't didn't pick up the full guarantee of his contract uh, yesterday, as you listen to this on a Thursday. So now he's an unrestricted free agent. And I guess this my question is this, you know, it's not determining the conference finals for you here, a move like Eric Bledsoe, but if you're Dallas, clutch client, we know Jaden Hardy's a clutch client. However, in, I've been thinking about that a little bit because there was a little bit of like clutch stuff before with like previous regime of, Ooh, I don't know about that relationship. Nerlens, just everything with that with Dallas front office. There was now, a rocky, there was a rocky relationship between Clutch and the Donnie Nelson like Mavericks regime before because Nerlens Noel, the situation with him didn't work out so well, and some other things. So now, obviously, Jason Kidd was in L.A. there for a mm-hmm. few years. You know, with you know the <laughs> the, the Clutch, the Clutch, the Clutch Lakers. <laughs> yeah, the Clutch Lakers and everything. So maybe it's it's a different type of a relationship now with like this front office and stuff. So yeah, if you're Eric, one should Dallas make the call? Should they even be interested because they have a spot there off the bench that he could theoretically be a third guard? And then two, if you're Eric Bledsoe, why would you choose? Would you want to choose Dallas over maybe somebody else? Yeah, it's interesting. I think the Mavericks should be. Now, I thought they should be interested in Goran Dragic, and they weren't. But at least Eric Bledsoe is a better defender than, you know, than some of these. But if you look at like the like the last time he signed, he signed with the Bucks in 2019. That's and then he signed with the Suns in, in 2014. Um, but that was just to make a, a big deal. But the last time that he was like able to sign with a contender, he did. He signed with the Bucks. So you wonder if he is going. Since then, he's been traded four times. <laughs> um, but then he may be looking to go to a contender. He's probably made a bunch of connections. You know, he may just go back to the Lakers. But I don't know if anybody else has more money to offer him than like a vet minimum at this point. Yeah. I mean, if it's just a vet Besides minimum. Pacers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The Spurs. But if like if it's just a vet minimum, I've seen people throw out the Lakers because obviously clutch stuff and all that. But like, are you going to play a ton for the Lakers? Like, what what is that? 
what's that relationship there? What what is his goal? Like, I feel like if wow. I'm Bledsoe, I'm looking across and say, all right, who's a playoff team that I know I can get some a decent amount of minutes for? And like, what if Dallas does believe in him and say, hey, we have a spot off the bench. Dinwiddie's going to start, you know, with Luca if they if they you know believe that. And it's like, can you come off the bench and be our third guard spot? What if that's why they pivoted from Dragic? If they think, hey, if Bledsoe's going to cost the same amount. What if they think Bledsoe is better than Dragic right now? However you feel about that. So I don't know. I mean, it wouldn't shock me if they made the call, but as far as like his fit and stuff next to Luca, he is 32. He isn't the best of three point shooter trying to find a season. Yeah. The only season he shot above the last season, he shot above 37% from three was 2015. Um, Some of you were in high school probably. (laughs) So it's just like it's not changing a ton if they go out and sign Eric Bledsoe to a vet men, but I mean for the for a cheap cost you, and he's willing. You got to sure. take some shots, right? Like you got to take a little couple yeah. of risks. Like the, the the Christian Wood is a little bit of a of a risk move where you're like, okay, we're betting on some of his upside for him to come in, but I think they got to take one more risk, right? Just take one, just take try one more guy that works out. I heard. Um, I think can't remember who it was. They were making fun of like all oh, the Nets, this whole disaster, and oh, they thought Paul Millsap and Blake Griffin and Lamarcus Aldridge, like they tried all those guys. Like, yeah, one of those guys had to work out for them for that team to go and win the finals. Like Al Horford worked out super well for the Celtics. Like, you have to take some risks yeah. on some of these guys because if one of those guys works out really well and becomes like the pseudo all star that they have been in their career in the past, then all of a sudden that's such found money for a team. And so maybe Eric Bledsoe is a guy like that. That's sort of one of the last ones left. And you got to, you got to take a risk on somebody. So, cause that's the role that, I mean, I, I could be wrong, but I'm just off the top of my head. What other like playoff team is saying, Hey, come be our starter. So like the role that a lot of these teams are probably offering him, no matter how high up in the standings they are right now, is probably a backup guard off the bench. Yeah. And if like, that's the same type of role that Dallas would probably be offering him too. So I don't know. I'm not, I'm indifferent on it. It's just, I'm not going to be like yelling online. If I mean, they sign him. 2020, he started every game, 61 games. He started every game for the, for the bucks. And that team won 56 games. Like he's not that far removed from being like a really impactful player on a really good team. Yeah. I mean, could he be? Yeah. I wasn't comparing to John wall, old Kentucky buddies there, but true. You know, he didn't play a lot last year. John Wall didn't. Now he's going to maybe come off the bench, start whatever for the Clippers. So. All right, we got more questions coming up. What does Luka Doncic feel about all this stuff? Can we try to guess what Luka Doncic is feeling about the Mavs offseason? We'll talk about that and more coming up. Before we do, let me tell you about Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models of cars, it's impossible for your local chain dealership to have all the parts that you need. Why would you endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning like, Hey, is your Odyssey an LX and EX? What's the year? What's the make, the model, all that stuff? Like asking all these little specific things when you can just do that all yourself at home. And then you'd have to wait for the person behind the counter, choose the brand that they just happen to carry. Like they only have one. Rock Auto has all of it. So go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Box? They know that we sent you. It's amazing selection. Reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. All right, Isaac Harris, we're continuing our big off-season questions for the Dallas Mavericks. You tossed it to me, and I was like, um, I thought you were going to keep on going. Um, <laughs> you you alluded to it a little bit ago. but you fumbled that. You butt-fumbled that. <laughs> at this point, we're all waiting on KD, so I don't freaking care. 
<laughs> so <laughs> do we know how Luca feels right now? I know we're all, you know, he's back in Slovenia, I think, and he's, you know, going to be prepping for Eurobasket coming up in September uh, or, you know, the qualifying stuff at the end of, you know, August. And, you know, what I'm just so curious of like what he, what's he thinking about right now as he looks at this Mavs team and he sees, you know, Brunson go somewhere else. You know, they've probably exchanged some texts. You know, he's probably congratulating him, like as far as a personal friend level and all of that. But it's like, all right, you add in Christian Wood. We've, we have went back and forth different times of like, hey, is this team better? Is it not? I was texting with an agent today and they threw out there about the doubt about Dallas taking a step back next year. And I was like, hey, I, I mean, I honestly, like the way I worded it the, the other day was, you add Christian Wood, take the swing on Jaden Hardy. Like you, you add a couple of these pieces here. But so far, how how the team is is set up right now, I think they've done enough to keep them like kind of like where they're at. Keep them afloat. Other, keep them afloat. I don't think it's moved them forward, and to where other teams have made moves to move them forward. So as a result, it might like push them back a little bit, but at least keep them in that ballpark of teams there at the end of the playoff bubble play in and all that. So my question is like, we can't really answer this, but how's Luca feeling right now? Seeing a Mavs team that probably a, a decent amount of people are saying, man, are, are y'all better than last year? Or did y'all took a step back? Cause you lost Brunson. I have a question for your question. Ooh, question. I might counter it with the question of your question about my question. You learned from the best and that's Jesus. Um, we know that, for a couple years now, we've been saying, okay, we've got to get the ball out of Lucas' hands a little bit. He's got to he's got to have less usage. He's got to, you know, have other guys around him that can handle the ball. Do we think Luca thinks that way? Do we think that Luka Doncic goes into the season and been like, you know what? I have to give up the ball a little bit more. Or does he reluctantly do that when Jalen Brunson finally steps up into that role and actually becomes a guy worthy of that, right? Or does Jalen Brunson or does Luka Doncic come into a season and say, all right. What do I got to do to get this team where it is? Because I think I got it. And we think he's got it, right? A lot of people think he's got it to, to get him there. And now he's, the, will, he's willing, though. He's willing, right? Now, I'm not saying he's just being selfish, but I think when he looks at a basketball situation, he says, all right, what do I got? What do I got right here to work with? And I think a Christian Wood and a JaVale McGee is a step forward in his mind, right? Where he looks at, okay, what kind of weapons do I have around me? I got shooters still. I got, I got Doe and Reggie. I got Tim coming back. I have, you know, Spencer Dinwiddie to, to work off of a little bit. And then I have two two new role guys where I'm not just relying on Dwight. And I, and I have an actual role guy because that I can play with in the playoffs. Two guys. And I think that's maybe a step forward for him. So I don't think he may be as, like, bummed as we think he is. Yeah. I, yeah. I think my only counter to it a little bit is what if he's looking at it and, and he knows, hey, to win at the highest level, I need that second guy on the perimeter. I, like, hey, I did this with Dragic. I did this with Dragic in Eurobasket 2017. I, I've done this on the national team playing alongside of a guy. And even in some of these qualifying matches, you know, seeing different fans and people are like, oh my gosh, Luca, look at him playing off ball. Dragic doing this, all this stuff. I think it's willing. And I think deep down, he knows that he needs that. And I think we saw he something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I think we saw something too. It was like, hey, like, we made it to a conference finals, like with yeah. with Brunson kind of going to that next level. So, I I don't know if like bombed is the right word. He's, I mean, 
you're losing Jalen Brunson. That was your second best player, and it's a friend of yours. And he, I mean, without Brunson, you're not making it to the conference finals because he kept the team afloat, you know, whenever Luca was hurt. So I just, I'm so fascinated with how Luca feels right now. And yeah, just about the team moving forward. It's interesting. And, and I, I would like to know what he thinks about Jalen Brunson as a player. Does he think that like Spencer Dinwiddie can just fill whatever Jalen Brunson just did? Like, Maybe, yes, I'm so, maybe he's not as bummed. I'm so ready for Nick's Mavs that you don't even know. For what? I, Nick's Mavs next year. Mine? Oh, oh, Nick's Mavs like. Hey, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Sorry. I was like, <laughs> I was like do I get Your certain Mavs Ma- and you get certain Mavs? <laughs> like my Mavs are Jaden Hardy and Christian Wood and yours are. <laughs> How soon before Luca does the too small and post up Brunson? Oh, one, and, one minute into the game. One minute. Yeah, it's like. Give me the ball. Let's switch <laughs> off right now. It's going to be so much fun. I, I'm not viewing it as like a hostile thing of like, oh, everybody's going to get into it type thing. No, I'm just for the entertainment fun aspect. Yeah, he's going to have fun with it. He's going to talk his smack. Let's talk about somebody else on the roster real quick. Yeah. Is Josh Green going to be on the roster at the start of training camp? Yeah, I, I think this is the roster. Like we saw Frank Nilakina's contract get guaranteed. Like, they have one roster spot open. It may be open for a trade. They may just leave it open in case somebody gets bought out or something. But like, yeah, I think yeah. so. I went into the offseason saying no. I think I'm still going to lean no. Really? What What do you think I happens do. to him? I think I just think he's going to be included in a trade coming up. You know, a lot was made about the you know him not playing in summer league. Yeah, and I even cracked a joke about the other day too. He should be playing in summer league right now, right? So he should. He ha- he has not played a summer league yet. If this is his 38 year. year old Cinderius Thornwell can play <laughs> in, in summer league, Josh, uh, Josh Green can, but, but Cinderius Thornwell was in high school when Eric Bledsoe was playing well, like that's how long he's been. him and John wall was on the same AAU, but <laughs> for Josh Green, you lost your role in the playoffs. And like at this point, just we just got to get you like we got to get you reps like keep you playing type yeah. thing and i saw you know obviously coach you know saint gene said he's like hey we he's gonna be in vegas he trains in vegas all the time like i was talking to jared that story with jared dudley over you know when he was talking about taking this job for the maps and he was like yeah i was actually working out with josh green in vegas whenever the lakers zoom called him and told him hey we're not gonna bring you back because we're going to younger with our team this is the last offseason and that's when saint gene gave him a call and like hey we want you to come be a coach in dallas so i get that he's already in dallas he's gonna be working out and stuff but why is he why is he not playing for the maps <laughs> summer now now why would josh green not do that now, why would he not play? That's very interesting. Now, I just don't, I think that's the main reason. I think that's, and I could be completely wrong in this, but I think that's the main reason that he's not playing summer league. I think they know that he's going to be included in some type of trade coming up. And remember, he's not a Nico draft pick. Nico hasn't made a draft pick yet. But actually, he made Jaden Hardy. Hardy. He, yeah, he made Jaden Hardy. Hardy. Yeah, that's true. That's true. The future Hall of Famer. That's true, Jaden Hardy. But that's, you know, he was a past regime draft pick. So, yeah. and we've talked all, all about his contract stuff coming up. Like, what's his role? If he's not going to have a role this season, do they keep him? So I could just see him being moved over the next week or so. And that's kind of, they're kind of playing it cautious with why he's not going to be in summer league. Now, are they playing it cautious because of injury? Or are they playing it cautious because they don't want to see him play summer league and get exposed? 
hasn't that already happened? I mean, I mean, he's played fine in the regular season, right? Like we were feeling better about him in the regular season. So I think if he went and played summer league, like maybe he misses some threes, but he's gonna play good. He's gonna play good defense, and his passing is gonna be good in summer league. Yeah, I just don't know what he would gain in summer league because he's not going to go in there and put up a bunch of points. And it's like, hey, good hustle. Well, a lot of people hustle in summer league because they're trying to make it. Okay, wait. So, then you, if you don't think he's going to gain anything in summer league, then why are we talking about why is Josh Green not playing in summer league? And that he because, and you said he should be playing in summer league. So then, what does he gain? No, no, no. I meant gain as far as his trade value. Oh yeah, I, yeah. I think he could gain something just for freaking playing basketball and like playing an organized Mavs as a system. player. Yeah, as a player, if. If the Mavs were fully invested in him in the future, I think he's fully planning right now. Could be wrong, but about two cents. And and Stuff. hopefully he's like a one and done in summer league guy, right? Where they're like instilling confidence in him, where he goes out yeah. there and has a good game, like I don't know, fifteen points, eleven assists, something, and then all of a sudden he gets to move on. But interesting. Coming up, more questions about the Mavs offseason. What do you think about it? Let us know in the comment section below. But before we talk. Some more about it. Let's talk about Built Bar. It's a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. They're absolutely delicious. There's some great ones. There's some great ones out there. The Coconut Brownie Chunk Puff Bar is a good one. I got to test it out. I've been eating it. It's good. It's got the brownie chunks on top. It's got the puff marshmallow in the middle. They're great at just about at their melting point. Like just about to melt. Ooh. Built Bars are incredible, especially the Brownie Batter Bar. The Brownie Batter Puff Bar is my favorite bar of all time now. Uh, you can go to Built.com, use the promo code LOCKED15. That's LOCKED15 to get 15% off your entire order. You can get a couple boxes. I bought two boxes at once. Use LOCKED15 as a promo code and got 15% off the whole thing. So go check it out, Built.com, promo code LOCKED15. All right, Isaac Harris, we're continuing our off-season questions. We talked about... Why Josh Green is probably not playing Summer League. It's a conspiracy theory that you have that I think others share with you. What other questions do we have about the Mavs offseason? So I have one smaller one, and then I have some vet men guys that I'm just going to throw at you, and you mm. say yeah or nay. All right. Um, if DeAndre Ayton goes to Indiana and they want to make it a signing trade, is there any way possible Dallas gets involved as a third team? You've been clamoring for Miles Turner since, I don't know, probably before Dragic got you know, whatever, but is Miles Turner, is that done for you? Is that ship sailed? I think the ship is Since. sailed. Cause I, I don't know how that works with a sign in tra- a three team sign in trade would be complicated, but I think it could still happen some way that. Oh, it could definitely happen. I mean, this people have been talking about the Deandre Ayton, Kevin Durant and all that. I just, I didn't know if there's any way for me, either of the teams that Dallas be like, Hey, let's hop in here and try to get a pacer or, Son I'm down at that like pacer is Miles Turner still. I still think you I still think you take him, even with Christian Wood, even with JaVale McGee. You ship Dwight somewhere else, and then all of a sudden your your big man rotation is Miles Turner, Christian Wood, McGee, and Maxi. Like that would be crazy. Now we're, now I, we're talking. Like that is that would be that pretty is wild some bigs. <laughs> if JaVel's like, y'all told me I was <laughs> Well, start. I don't know. When Miles is hurt, Jason, Jason Kidd comes up to him. What is starting? <laughs> <laughs> um, that would be fasting. It's Miles Turner. That big man unit. Yeah, because you got th- you got three shooters and Maxi and Wood and Miles Turner. You have two rim. You have three rim protectors and pseudo if you count Maxi, but like in Javale and Miles Turner, 
you have rebounder and Christian Wood and pseudo rebounders and Turner and JaVale and Maxi. Like you just have a bunch of different stuff you can do with it. There's it's a lot of bigs to like it's a lot of mouths to feed, but Okay, let's move on. I'm gonna throw out some guys that were like, all right, vet men possibilities with the last roster spot, or let's say they make a two for one trade and they have a couple roster spots. Who are some guys that they could target? Okay. Lucas Guy, Bo Cruz. Oh, oh, Juancho. oh, oh Bo Cruz. Um, I think this is the last play. <laughs> I really think this is actually the last thing that they're going to do. If if everything else falls through, they still have an open roster spot. Um, is talk our, our friend that writes for I think he writes for D Magazine now. Yeah. Um, he you know is a, a great mind on basketball. He said, "Well, it looks like like a lot of Lucas guys have gone right." Um. Oh my God! Like assistant coach, Igor. Um, Igor. Igor is gone now. He went to the Brooklyn Nets. That move doesn't look as great right now for him as it did like six months ago or three months ago. Uh, Boban is gone. You had Salah was gone at a certain point. Like it just seems like all his dudes just end up leaving at a certain point or getting traded. And I think the Mavericks to make that right bring in like his actual friend. Like I think Wancho is one of his actual friends in the NBA, and they bring him in as that last spot. Bo has a. You know, it has an incredible story. I, so. We would not call him Wancho Hernan Gomavs no. for like the whole season. It would have to be I, Bo Cruz. We would, I would get the drop. Like we'd do the whole thing. That is a hundred percent. Custom Mavs jerseys would be happening. Oh yes, it, it would. Yeah, it would be. It says Bo Cruz and not just Cruz on the back of it. I had to say the whole thing. It's, especially if they make. You know, one of the trades that I threw out there last week was, or this past week. What's a trade? What's a realistic trade that I could, I could see happening? It was the Kobe White for Dwight Powell. Yeah. Both sides. If they do a move like that and then they bring in Kobe White to come off the bench as a ball handler, and it's like, all right, well, we do want to have another big on our on our team. Wancho is like a wing, wing big. He's like a bigger, he's like 6'9, he's right? He's like Davis. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, hit a couple threes against Dallas oh, and Utah. Oh, Cruz. All right. Another guy. So in the 2019 NBA draft, I'm going to run through the first five names before I get to the sixth name, who is a free agent right now. Okay. Zion, Ja Morant. Heard of him. Heard of him as well. RJ Barrett. Yep. DeAndre Hunter. Okay. Darius Garland. And with the sixth overall pick was Jarrett Culver. Mm. I remember the Mavs blogs, podcasts, and everybody doing all the profiles on Jarrett Culver because this was the Cam Radish draft of like, hey, if we get to keep our pick, you know, if it lands in the top five or whatever it was, the protection on that, who should we take through there? I was a huge DeAndre Hunter guy. Um, yeah, you were. But Jarrett Culver is just a flat-out free agent right now. Played right in the backyard. And right in the backyard, but I don't know what that means for the Mavs. He's just one of those guys that it's like a swing on. It's like, hey, who's going to – I feel like some team in the league is going to take a swing on because he was a top six pick just two years ago. I'm Okay. All right, you're passing. Uh, Dennis Schroeder. Bring me Bo Cruz. Bring me Bo Cruz over. <laughs> the Dennis Schroeder one is so interesting because he just went nuts in, in that FIBA game. He had like 38 points in that game. Like he still can play. I think he just goes back to the Lakers probably. But he just he fumbled that back so badly. Oh my gosh. That a couple years ago. Um, and I, I don't know if uh, I don't know if he comes into Dallas and you can have both him and him and like Dinwiddie and Christian Wood on a contract year. Like, I don't know if you can 
figure out how to get enough shots for all those guys the way that they want it. Like, I don't know if Dennis Schroeder is coming in like, all right, I'm going to play team ball under Jason Kidd and let Luca shine. And like, I don't know if that's his whole vibe coming in. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Talent wise. Yeah, I'm in like, that's what the Mavs need is a guy like that. But I just, I I think it's been a couple places now where we've seen like, uh, I don't know if that's his thing. Why do teams not want you? Yeah, right. Another point guard, Campazo. Faku. Hey, Faku. Um, I think I'm out of Faku too. <laughs> <laughs> I think the way the lockdown the lockdown nuggets guys talked about Faku over the last couple of years, I think I'm okay. <laughs> like that's not JJ Barea waiting to happen, right? It's it, like there's yeah. there's a couple of steps removed from JJ Barea. And maybe a step okay. a step stool removed from JJ Barea. <laughs> okay, these next guys. This group, I'm just going to call these the college guys who come back for senior prom. <laughs> okay. LaMarcus Aldridge, Paul Millsap, Dwight Howard, Blake Griffin, Carmel Anthony. Any of those dudes that you're like, <laughs> sure. I think they already have Dwight Howard and JaVale McGee. <laughs> okay. I think LaMarcus is washed. I think Paul Millsap is washed. I think Blake Griffin is washed. Hence the, the net story we talked about earlier. Who was? Oh, Mello. I'm in. Mello, I'm in as a vet guy. Really? Yeah. Heck yeah. Oh, okay. Mello was like one of my favorite players growing up. So I'm down <laughs> just to have Mello around. Uh, just to have as a vet. Like the Mavs still do need, like they, they still don't have any like vets besides JaVale, right? Yeah, that's true. JaVale I mean, and Reggie and Tim, I guess, are like the the vets. Yeah, I mean Dwight and because they have such a young roster. You hear that, Kirk? Stop it. No, a, stop. No, Kirk. They have no, a young you're summoning roster. him. Stop. You're summoning Kirk. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm incredible. in. I'm in on Mello. Bring him in. That's incredible. I was gonna say Haslam, but you know, Miami sent Pat Riley to do a free agent pitch to Haslam. <laughs> Pulled out all the stops for Haslam. <laughs> I mean, at this point, I'm just, I mean, Austin Rivers, no. I'm out. Sorry. I'm not here for Whiteside. I'm sorry. Yeah, they already, they already got JaVale. I'm good. Passed on that. And then at this point, I, I don't know of anybody else. Somebody's yelling. <laughs> Kai Soto. <laughs> if Kai Soto's still out there. Don't. Um, and that's our show. Thanks so much. for <laughs> Greg Monroe. Okay. I do want to give somebody a shout out real quick. Greg Monroe. Somebody left a YouTube comment. A few days ago saying, hey, are we sure Moses Brown can't make this team? <laughs> and one, I want to say thank you for the comment that it made me laugh. It took us back. It took me back. Did you guys know we interviewed him on media day? You can go to our YouTube channel and see our, our interview with him. And <laughs> anyway, he's so much so fun, but Guys, what I don't how somebody can still be on this Moses Brown is gonna kill it for the Mavs train right now. I don't understand how you could be there, but I don't know who I'm looking at at this point because Nick's gone. <laughs> I think he climbed into the Millennium Falcon uh, over there. But um, Moses it's all Brown! I have. Moses Brown. Moses Brown. Uh, Mac McClung. It's you not, know, if he... it hasn't gotten that bad in MFFL country yet. It hasn't gotten that bad, guys. Guys, we can do guys, we can do better <laughs> than Moses Brown comments. I just want to say thank you for that comment. It made me made me laugh. Although it's a serious comment, so I know you were meaning it. Shoot me a DM if that was you. Shoot me a DM 
We can talk so about Isaac can personally apologize for my laughter. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I'm in for Bo Cruz. I'm in for Mello. Let's go. So, so tomorrow, tomorrow's show, we're actually going to go through the whole summer league roster. Yeah. Uh, kind of give a breakdown as the players we're looking forward to seeing. It, there's other players playing besides Jaden Hardy. Shocking. There um, are not. <laughs> so, so Hardy we'll boys talk- are ready to go. So we'll we'll talk about that and um yeah talk about the you know the, as far as like the schedule they play Friday 3 p.m. Central Time Mavs so basketball Mavs basketball is back baby so excited <laughs> Isaac's doing a Manning game <laughs> yeah I'll be doing some stuff with Mavs.com next week with a couple of the uh, summer league games so uh, shout out that's what we'll talk about tomorrow for your second listen get up to date with the latest news and rumors on the nba in just 30 minutes it's 40 minutes today but it's because it's with me and pat the designer so go check out locked on nba on youtube or wherever you get your podcast guys thanks so much for listening to that i'm out he's out boom moses brown <laughs>